I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And tonight we've got the whole team here, the doctor. Yo, yo. Uh, we've got producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. And sound guy Tom. Check one, two, yo, yo. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And tonight we are a podcast that is turning towards the dark side of oh. beer. I like that. that does you like that? I do yeah, like dark yeah, beer. foreshadowing. <laughs> it is foreshadowing. <laughs> I think there's but, an Imperial March stinger right now. Yeah, there, that's probably, that wouldn't be a bad one. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, and we are lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And of course, find and follow us on social media at I Like Beer, the podcast uh, on Instagram, and I Like Beer, the Po one, and I Like Beer, the Ta one on Twitter. And we're also very easy to find on Untapped. And remember, the ILB store open for business. That's right. Check it out. Click on ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Click on shop. I, I saw that you have a beanie now available. We do have a beanie. new, Brand oh, new beanie awesome. now available. So check out your merchandise. It's it's pretty good stuff. There's, actually, it's what the kids are clamming for for these holidays. Yep. And your beer drinkers. Listeners, we care about you. Get an ILB beanie now yep. before winter arrives. How silly are you going to feel yep. when the inclement weather comes in? You're out there freezing. Frostbit ears that that chip off like Pringle chips, most likely. And then you're going to have to go buy a beanie to cover your freakish earless head. Yeah. You're Get buying it. one either way. We're trying to help. What Get, we're saying yeah. is buy it now. Get yeah, ahead of the I game. I think so. Hey, what are we drinking? Dark side. Yes. Tonight is Porter Night. The return of Porter Night. And our first Porter is coming from Talent. You picked it up. Uh. Did I? <laughs> Tell him. I can show you the text where you picked it up. Oh, uh, Blue Fire Brewing for him, but I don't have it because I haven't had a car for a week and a half. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, Tom's got our first order. Uh, okay. oh, but thank I you, do. Blue Fire, for pouring us that beer a week oh. and a half ago. Yeah, I feel bad, but I've I actually have been without a vehicle. I think I have our first porter because okay, Tom you. has stouts. Do you want to restart that? That message went through uh, when you had Carrie's car and she was out of town. No, that was after that one. <laughs> I've I, I hadn't driven a car for like eight days until this morning. That was the first time I drove in eight days. You're going to be embarrassed when you see how long ago that text was. <laughs> I'll look later. <laughs> All right, so our, yeah, needs more pumpkin, a spice pumpkin porter. A return of. It is a return of, yes. Thanks, needs Joe. More, you can, I'm passing yeah. on this one. This was not my cup of porter. Well, I need something to drink. So I, I got through it last time. I gave you my comments. You won't do it twice. And I'm yeah. passing. And I saw the look on Doc's face yeah. on porter night. Yes, thing is, I was pre-gaming with a hazy. He was, yeah. he's tolerant. I got a little surprise for you. Actually, I kind of like this beer. You did like this. You liked it yeah. last time as well. This is Green Flash. Nice. Needs more pumpkin. I like pumpkin. I think it just needed more roasty, toasty malt. True. To get it, I just thought it came across a little bit unportery to me. But welcome back to Green Flash and needs more pumpkin. And we got a little history on porters. We, we did a lot of the, the history on that first episode way back when, but we've come back to a little bit of information. And the Anchor Brewing, we had their porter when we uh, crashed our tour there. Yes. Um, their website has a, has a great 
historical links to uh, all things Porter. And the Porter style goes back to to a specific man, which is interesting. 1722, a man named Ralph Harwood, a London brewer. He had a hit beer, which was called not Porter, but Entire. And what he did, he, he blended three different beers. Uh, it was also sometimes called Three Threads, which was a version of Three Thirds. He just said they poured it as you ordered, poured you three parts, mixed it up on demand. And that was called Entire. E-N-T-I-R-E. It became a favorite of the working class blokes in London. Am I allowed to call them blokes? Is I that think you are, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I think that's okay. Right, that's Cult- what it said. Cultural appropriation. Yeah. yeah. Different strokes uh, for different blokes. <laughs> that's what they there said. You go. <laughs> Porter style continued to evolve. When the malt roaster was invented in 1817, the black malts became prominent in the brewing style, which gave them their dark color. We now associate with it, unless Green Flash is making it. Right. So... <laughs> <laughs> And then it headed over to Ireland, and I think uh, Talent's got a little information about that as well. I just, I basically kind of was looking up one more time that the difference or what happened in that transition from from porters to stouts, which I guess is what we're talking about here. And um, they basically say like like porters are kind of like the the great grandpa of of today's stout, and that the stout kind of came about when people started messing around with their porter recipes, and they started adding some new ingredients and upping kind of their alcohol content and stuff, and. Uh, originally, they were called stout porters, and then eventually the porter was uh, dropped, and stouts became their own category. So, I would say, you know, for us, the biggest difference, you know, for most people between a stout and a porter, it's basically the kind of malt that's used um, during the brewing process. So, when porters use malted barley, stouts primarily use unmalted roasted barley, and it's what gives stouts typically their signature kind of coffee-like flavor. Good. Well, I we have another porter. Oh, great! So, because I want some porter. <laughs> this uh, gift porter, mm. best kind of porter, oh, a here gift we go. porter. Uh, this is Breckenridge's vanilla porter uh, out of Colorado. Gift from Ryan Wolt. Oh, Ryan, such a good guy. This is their vanilla porter. Uh, fantastic beer, full transparency. Uh, Anheuser-Busch is their parent company, but as John Hole says, a good beer is a good beer. And this is one of my favorite porters. Oh, I've had this. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's tasty. Oh, that's good. No, that scratches me where I porter itch. Oh, wow. wow. Porter itch. <laughs> that's, that's getting a little familiar. That's a, is that a hyphenated word? Or? Yeah. If you, get, if, if you get a bidet, you won't have that porter itch. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's helpful. Thoughts on the... I think, I think if not all of us, many of us have had the vanilla porter by Breckenridge. Mm-hmm. But I uh, want to give it a quick ranking. You know, as far as porters go, I'll give it a four or five. That's impressive. Breckenridge is ha- they do have to yeah. take some pride in that. Yeah. Well, no, I mean that's in my porter. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the scope of wheelhouse. porters, in your, scope in your of porter scope. scope. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, against a, a hazy, it would be low, but <laughs> understood. Tom, I'm right there with you, but I taste a lot of banana in this versus yeah, vanilla. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it even has. A nose of banana now that you've said it, but that's how that works, isn't it? Power suggestion? Yep. <laughs> you like banana. I love banana. <laughs> so well. Now that you said that, it's a five. <laughs> no, it's a it's a good four or five for me. Although the Anheuser-Busch thing kind of bums me out. <laughs> yeah, I almost didn't say that, but I want to be honest. Yeah, it's good that you're... Talent, where, where, you've had this before. Yeah, I've been uh, pretty consistent. I'd go like a four or three. It's very solid. It's very... Four three. Is that a number? For certain people, you can go for it. <laughs> yeah. That's odd. Uh, well, you know, that's what they say. I, I also forgot the original Porter tonight, so 
I'm already I'm in the doghouse. I'm trying to crawl my way back out. Um, no, I actually I really enjoy this. I think it's a very flavorful. Even for someone who says I don't like porters, you know, a lot of times people. Um, it's funny how many times you'll go somewhere with someone and you order a porter and everybody looks. How can you drink that? It's so such a dark beer. And yeah, they, yeah. They equate um, you know the color of the beer with maybe how heavy the beer yeah, is going yeah. to be. And I don't think find this at all with this beer. I think it's pretty light and refreshing. It is you know, like, light. like yeah. the dark lagers. Yeah, they, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're deceiving. Yeah. So it's one of those ones where you you take those pieces and people go, okay, well, close your eyes, don't look, drink this. And they go, oh, I love this. And I go and open up, now look at the color of the beer you just had. And it's, uh, yeah, this is, I think it's really good. And I I do get a little banana. It's interesting. Um, The vanilla is not, you know, I guess it says notes of vanilla. So yeah, there are Mm -hmm. notes of vanilla. Um, Not really sure where the banana is coming from, though. I love it. Suggestion, I think. I think so. I love it. Four or five. I give it a four or five every time I've had it. And it's a it's a beer I look for. It's a beer I look for, and my daughter will sometimes get to when it's in the fridge. Nice. It's a good brewery, even though it is owned by Anheuser Busch. It's on my. If we get to Colorado, I want to go there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Bring them out. What's it in your lips? It's so good. I'm going to come back to porters in a moment, but while we have some of this vanilla porter in hand, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. I am looking for a toast tonight. Talent. I've got one, um, and I'm going to one of Joe's favorite places is uh, Austria, Vienna. Nice. And uh, basically, this is really good no- news for anyone who is not already vaccinated. Hmm. Um, there's a brothel in Vienna <laughs> that is actually providing COVID-19 vaccinations, and anyone who takes them up on their offer gets 30 minutes session with the lady of their choice whoa yeah That's, so, wow. yeah so apparently vaccination levels in austria are among the worst in europe right. and uh and one of the things that one of the, the things that happens with that is that um those people are are banned from entering a lot of places and so you know you wouldn't we probably weren't aware of this but brothels are suffering they're they're you know their their business is way down because of this and so the the manager of this brothel called the fun palace uh he, his ba- said, hey, th- my main motivation here is to boost business. That's why he's doing it. He wants to get them back on their backs. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so he said that due to that the pandemic, he has registered a 50% decrease in clients with this initiative. Um, and he's hoping, uh, as he said, that the number of customers will rise again. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, he said he was looking at... But sti- 30 minutes. Yes. A rise and fall. Uh, <laughs> but for some people, that's a lifetime. Uh, he he said he was looking at statistics, and he read that they needed like 70, 75 percent for to, for herd immunity, and that they're currently only 63 percent. So he's like, "Well, we need to do our part." And uh, he also noticed, he said that in the statistics, that it was uh, mostly males that uh, were not getting vaccinated. Uh, which he said, "Hey, these are the kind of people that typically um, come to our brothel." So mm-hmm. you know what he said. Um, we're setting up a vaccination clinic here, and we're going to offer that as the the prize. So, oh, so they got actually a vaccination clinic at the brothel. At the brothel, so you huh. get your shot nice. at thirty minutes, and there you go. So, toast to uh, Austria oh, and uh, Vienna uh, for they're trying to help. That uh, is you know, entrepreneurship. Get yes, get yeah. <laughs> times, creative minds. Yeah, I like it. Problem solvers there in Austria. That's apparently. right. They are. I'm looking for another toast. Tom's got a toast. Yeah, I'm on a toast for running guys. All right. To the brothel? What? 
Yeah, you might say what. What? But uh, let's be more specific here. Running for a cause. Like brothels and vaccinations. <laughs> right. Okay. I running see. I, we two, have a theme. Running two. Common thing. No, just kidding. So for most of us, running a 26.2 mile marathon is enough of a challenge. But once you hit that 20 mile mark, simply put, putting one foot in front of the other is hard enough. Right, Padre? You've done that. Well, Spanish athlete Eric Domingo Roldan is a man who did not think running a marathon was enough of a challenge. Instead, on November 8th, 2021, he attempted to push his mom, Silvia, in her wheelchair around the entire length of the Barcelona Marathon. You see, his mom suffers from multiple sclerosis. So you would think just pushing mom and finishing the race would be enough, right, guys? Maybe. No, Maybe. I, I bet he has a bigger I, family. Yes. I feel a bigger family coming. I think she well, had a, no, he's she a, he, had a he's on that wheelchair. One, he's one competitive dude. So to make things even harder, Eric wanted to break the world record for fastest marathon pushing a wheelchair, which stood at two hours, 58 minutes, and 40 seconds. Because downhill, you can just jump on and Yeah, go it's perfect. Right, yeah. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Uphill, you turn the electric motor on. That's right. So Eric told the runner's world that the reason he wanted to do it was to raise awareness for multiple sclerosis. Uh, he said, I thought it would be a good challenge for both me and my mom because she's fa been facing challenges since she was a child, and I thought she would love it. Sylvia, his mom, has said how much she does love running with her son. Quote, it fills me with life. It gives me peace being able to see the landscapes. And above all, it gives me incredible freedom. Think about that, guys. Freedom. Well, it wasn't the first time that Eric and Sylvia had attempted, to, attempted the record. Last year, they tried to beat the Guinness World Record in Marathon, pushing the wheelchair in, Sevilla, in the Sevilla Marathon, but fell short by painfully close one minute and 21 seconds. Ouch. Less hills. Less hills there. Flatter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You don't have that. They stopped wrapping. for some paella. <laughs> <laughs> but Eric made a promise to himself that the record would have his mom's name on it and multiple sclerosis's name on it. So this year was special. Eric's mom had COVID-19 in August oh. and was about to die. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. I oh. know a brothel in Vienna. Oh, I better stop the jokes. Yeah, yeah. But thanks to her strength and her mentality, she oh, okay, recovered. Okay, okay. okay. The motivation was to cross the, another finish line to do another marathon at home with her friends. Oh, sure. She can, yeah, she can line history. them all up. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't mean, yeah. I don't mean to be sarcastic here, but she can line up as many. Mar What's it costing her? <laughs> <laughs> Eric's doing the work. And she's enjoying the ride. She's along for the ride. I'm ready for another one. The freedom. Mom. I, I, th I bet yeah. her. I bet his mom did a lot of work when Eric was a young little running lad. Sure, but now <laughs> mom's yeah. encouraging. Anyway, it's, it's, an it's a circle of life. Circle of life. You know, they push us around. We push them around. Well, let so. me be the first to say congratulations <laughs> out to Barcelona. <laughs> <you>. Barcelona. <laughs> Well, did they do it, boys? You think I, they did it? They have I'm, to do it. They of course, to do it. Well, they did Everyone's it. doing it. They crossed the finish line in two hours. A record, record, new World Guinness Book of World Records, two hours, 53 minutes, and 28 seconds. Ah. So. Good on you. All oh, right. Right, right. On it. Big ILB toast to Eric Domingo Roldan and his mom, Silvia, on the Guinness Book of World Record holders. Cheers. Cheers. Salud. Cheers. How about Rose? I've got a roast as well. Okay. It's going to be hard to top the uh, Sylvia story. I thought you were going to roast I'm, Sylvia. No, I, I'm along not going to roast Sylvia. Sylvia along for the ride. Yes. No, she, she's... <laughs> we all have our roles. Um, here we go. I, If I was running a marathon, I would play the Sylvia role. I'm just going to go there. 
Joe, you can push me. I want want Joe to push you in a wheelchair and carry me like Yoda in a backpack. And I'm in. I'm in. No, Joe, I would have a cooler and I'd I'd drink the beers beers. as you're going on. And I would appreciate to be able to see the And you could have two days and 53 hours and 17 minutes. And we don't have to break any records. That sounds good to me. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. Back to roasts. Um, So you guys all want to be astronauts, right? All the glamour. Of course. And the glory. Of, uh, of an astronaut, but I'm here to tell you it's not all glory and glamour. Uh, you guys have all heard of the SpaceX capsule uh, that has was in, in space for, I think it was 200 days in space. Well, had a little mishap there on, on their latest uh, or their final um, press conference over the weekend. They announced that uh, the toilets on board, it's called the Dragon Endeavor, are broken. Yeah, uh, So apparently, <laughs> yeah, that's a bit Once sub- again, Doc. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Suboptimal sure is the word they sub-optimal. use. Suboptimal. It's suboptimal. <laughs> that is, is suboptimal. Said, but we're prepared to manage. Um, and so how? Just hold it. How? No, basically, yeah. here's what they're doing is on their way down as they come in to splash in, they're all going to be wearing diapers. Nice. So they're going to be sailing through space, splashing down in their own filth. Just wearing that inside Ooh. those suits. Glory uh, days. Yeah, exactly. So a little roast there. But here's the thing. I think you just shoot it out into space. What's think, up with that? Not bad. Yeah. Uh, that's not a bad. It's like, a big vacuum. And right. <laughs> yeah. Suck well, it here, out here's space. a. Speaking of that, um, apparently this is not the first toilet issue on a SpaceX mm-hmm. Dragon capsule, uh, because they had an all-tourist flight earlier this year. An alarm goes off, and that signals a problem with the onboard waste management system. Oh, no. That's Big what they game. call it. And uh, the SpaceX said that they uh, discovered that the spacecraft's urine storage system had become disconnected in flight. Mm. Okay, <laughs> and that allowed pooled urine to enter a fan system. No. Oh, no. That's fantastic. Yeah. So apparently it didn't cause any major problems on the flight, but I just want you guys, the urine storage system became disconnected uh, uh, and it entered into a fan, fan system. system. Yeah. That's keeping, but you know, everything's like, okay. So, a, don't piss in the wind. Exactly, pretty much. So anyways, um, something for SpaceX to work on here, but for the meantime, yeah. uh, you know. Elon. You know, you, you, we know and, and appreciate that you have many options when you choose to travel in space. Uh, for right now, Maybe avoid SpaceX. Yeah, that's a no go. Elon. Yeah, no go. Splashing in in their own yeah. filth. Nice. Splashing nice. in. Nicely done, sir. Yes, yes. splashing in. <laughs> Talk about uh, going to the dark uh, side. We need to yeah. do a spacewalk. I'm in. I'm in. Pick yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs to leave here? Hey, what's that moisture in the air blowing out of the fan ducts? Yeah. Oh, it's just our urine collection. Hey, system. who put this in the trash can? <laughs> you got to wear it till we get home. <laughs> Speaking of urine, are we ready for another beer? <laughs> we are. I got one? a little surprise beer for you. <laughs> oh, because usually the dark beers aren't your your number oh, one. Well, I like it. You know, you got a Guinness. I do not. What I brought you because we were just off our fresh hop episode, a limited release, Chasing Freshies, fresh hop IPA from Deschutes Brewing, uh, collaboration with Vidberger. So give that. All right. Good taste. Dunka. The Dunka shortest shins. porter episode ever. <laughs> yeah, fair. Will that get you through till pours? This doesn't look very dark. Nope we're we're on to IPAs again. Oh, thank you. I brought thank this you. for you just in case thank the porters you. weren't. Uh, it's to shoot. It's weren't working be, for I know you. it's going to be good. So. Oh yes. But that takes us in, unless we have another roast. That takes us to pours. 
I've got the trifecta tonight. Okay. A roast, a toast, and a pour. So I'm pouring one out for beautiful people. So sorry, guys, all of you Damn. in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's hard. It's a hard life being You're one of the- telling me. Yes, being one of the most beautiful women in the world. Mm. And, and all one Halloween, one Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yes, it, it is very tough being one of the most, most beautiful. But all you have to do to really find out how difficult it is is you just ask uh, former Miss Slovakia. Her name is Veronica Rachek, and she claims that her Instagram profile is constantly being deleted because people keep mass reporting her for being fake. Okay, so think about okay. this. This poor girl, she's fed up with people thinking she's a catfish who is too pretty to exist and claims that life is just harder for beautiful people. Yeah. Yeah. She says, you know, hey, people say beautiful people have it easy, but I have it far worse than most people um, because it makes it much harder for me because I'm beautiful. That's mm-hmm. her quote. Um, she even said people went so far as to question the naturality of her breasts. And so she actually had to go to the doctor to get a breast examination to prove that they're real. Okay. Right. And she actually said her doctor was even surprised because he thought she'd had surgery too. And he said that she had the most beautiful natural breasts. There she is. Yes. So so anyways, I'm just telling you, you guys all think beautiful people have it easy. They don't. Because guess what? When you're too beautiful. doctor says that? That's creepy. Yeah. When you're too beautiful. Apparently Slovakia. Uh, Apparently if you're too beautiful, they just keep deleting your Instagrams. And your Instagram, and all you want to do is just be, you know, on the gram, and it's just a rough life for <laughs> for that. So yeah, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I'm also pouring one out for the tourist industry in Egypt. Okay, oh, I don't that's know if fair. you guys saw this. Um, I don't know if that's on your bucket list of places to visit, but I would stay away from there in the rainy season. Oh. Um, here's what I've got. This is coming from Aswan, Egypt. Uh, <laughs> That's how you pronounce it? A-S-W-A-N? Aswan or Aswan? Make it a little more uh, Arabic in there. Aswan. Aswan. Egypt. Uh, it, that was it very is Spanish. Actually, it was, <laughs> no, it was good. That's it. Don't need to Aswan. It's <laughs> time <laughs> No, it is actually one of the world's driest cities, and I guess it hardly ever rains there. Their average, it's right on the Nile River, and their their yearly average is. Point one. Yeah, she doesn't look real. No, no, that's not real. <laughs> You're distracting from the dude's story. Yes. I'm... Uh, so Aswan averages just point one two inches, or three millimeters of rain per year. But apparently, this last weekend, they had intense thunderstorms that basically, and even they had hail, and it just meant a massive deluge, and it just flooded parts of the region. And uh, it was so bad, it caused flooding, power outages, closed schools, and left three people dead. Oh. Yes. Now, here's the worst part, though. And here's why maybe you want to rethink visiting there in the, in, the, in the rainy season, is that these rains unleashed as well hordes of highly venomous scorpions oh, yeah, whose stings hospitalized 503 people Ooh. over the weekend. So it's ba- apparently these things live down deep and underneath the, the, uh, the desert, and then the rain came in and flooded, and so they all came up. So the worst part, though, actually, of this whole story wasn't just that. It was this part here where it says that scorpion stings are common in the region, and it's normal for about 100 people per day to require care for scorpion stings. So I just put that as why would I go to Egypt? 100 people a day get stung per day. You'd think that'd be a bigger story, like just out there. Like, watch out for scorpions. I mean, bull sharks are bad. 
Watch out for scorpions. Can we have scorpions on wild things sometime? Yeah. They are okay. they are yeah. crazy. Okay. And then on top of this downpour thing, just to throw whatever you want on the fire there, they said also a lot of snakes were unearthed by this oh. downpour as well. So <laughs> Egypt got their ring yeah. they've been waiting for, but it unleashed scorpions and uh, snakes out of the ground. So Unleashed mayhem at biblical yeah. proportions. True. I think Tom Cruise made a movie about this, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. You, the Mummy. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> fact based. Yeah, fact based. You thought that was a yeah. fictional tale. No. You know, I've got to pour one out as well. This one's a little closer to home, closer to hearts, anyways. Uh, pouring out one farewell to the barkeep, the bartender. Old, oh, reliable no. barkeep. Yep. Another um, Mekong. Yeah, guy, yeah, guy or gal that knew a few things about the drinks. Uh, bend your, you could bend their ear a little bit. Uh, and welcome. To the robot bartender. Oh, yeah. yeah. An Israeli technology firm has created Cecilia AI. Oh, that's right okay. There. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and apparently, she does so... not look like the picture you've been showing of the. Uh, <laughs> she's so beautiful, the young lady. Instagram. He's she, getting deleted. <laughs> she looks like a tall juicer with a screen with a face on oh, it. Okay. Uh, she takes orders, pours, mixes, and blends specialty drinks right inside her juice body. Hmm. Um, Ooh. Uh, you talk to her just like you would Siri or Alexa. You tap your credit card, and she mixes up a drink, and it slides out the little door, which is not very exciting. No. Right. But here's the kicker. This is why I'm pouring one out for the bartender. Uh, cost for this unit, $45,000 total. Hmm. $2,000 a month if you want to rent one. There you go. That's cheap. That's yeah. some cheap labor. Yeah. Uh, Estonian company is making a robot bartender as well when they can make multiple orders, you know, 10, 12, 15 orders at once. Hmm. Uh, those are those are more expensive, but uh, it won't be long until the replacements are rolled in. I can see it. Go. But how are you going to sit there and, you know, strike up a conversation? You're not. You just say, Siri. Pour out, so, your, pour out your worries. No. Yeah, I'm true. pretty sure, and, and I, I haven't watched it a long time, but isn't this how Terminator began? I mm. think so. Skybar or Skylab? Cocktail? Yep. yep. It was very similar anyway. Yeah. yeah. Terrifying stuff about the robot bartenders and farewell to the old barkeep. Yeah. Cheers. Pouring it out. Pour one out. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. Do you think the cost of drinks will go down, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll take care of okay. us. Yeah. Yeah. They'll take care of us. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts on Chasing Freshies, the Fresh Hop IPA collaboration from Deschutes and Bitburger. We're supposed to pick up notes or aromas of uh, cantaloupe and orange. Hmm. Uh, and it's got that uh, right from the field to the kettle to the fridge uh, use of the hops. So it should have some of that, what we called last time, the green profile. I love I'm That really stands up. Uh, far less bitter, but a lot of the hop flavor. I like it. You like it a lot, don't you? Oh, yeah. Going to give it a score? Me gusta mucho. I will give it a four point. Well, Riccatelli's going four point two three. I'll go four point three five. Three oh, five. that's a good, good. score. There you I go. like that one. Four point three five. Yeah. Okay. I'm sold. There you go. Got another. Works for me. Okay. It's best porter of the night. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> that leaves you, Talent. Oh, and I, I actually really like it's it. It's on you. I'm going to go, uh, since we're doing, I'm doing a 4.12. Nice. I'm in oh. 4.12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
kids have been clamoring, talent. Have they? Yes. They I'm show excited. up to the studio earlier with signs. That's great. I don't know if you saw them marching around. I didn't. Um, they've been asking. I thought they were de- protesting. Uh, nay, demanding an old favorite. I think you've got it for us. What's that one? Oh, I bet you didn't know. State laws. Oh, I thought you had a whiskey tango pox po- well, I, I read it as a pour. Oh, put it as a pour. <laughs> I just poured one out. And the I kids was... will stay there with their signs oh, until sorry. you're damn well ready. Oh, gosh. I'm just blowing it tonight. Until then, they'll just have to use the pour about the scorpions. Re- I'll, here, to bring everything full circle, I Please. was going to say WTF. <laughs> Egypt, what the heck's going on there? <laughs> and actually, I do have a, I, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of homework, but I do have homework for you, Doc. I was, uh, I, I can't find the story again, but uh, I was reading that in the Thames, Thames, is that Thames, 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 tomato, tomato. Uh, there are poisonous sharks there. Have you heard about those? Really? Oh, I did oh, see that. Yeah, right. Poisonous sharks there. That I'm they, look, I'm looking up right yeah, now. So yeah. So. But look up poisonous sharks. Uh, uh, you got a lot of tabs open for that other thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can, can you open any more this tabs? Slovakia. Yeah, but she's not real. Remember that. So, um, so yeah. So that's this. WTF is out to all these animals. Stay in your lanes. <laughs> I don't need anything else to keep me up at night. Um, yeah. So that's it's just called the spur dog. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. So that's real. That mm-hmm. is real. Yeah. I want to see a picture of that. Will not uh, be. Well, s- you know. There's a bird dog. Oh, it's related it's really to our. Really quite cute. For a poisonous shark, I was really <laughs> expecting something much I more be afraid demonic, yeah, uh, yeah. villainous. Yeah. Yeah, that's not even scary. It's it got like a poison, dogfish. Poisonous dorsal spines. Dogfish, yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. You know, Thanksgiving's here. It is. A lot of our listeners, including talent, out on the road this Thanksgiving holiday. Right. We want to make sure you, our listeners, are out there across the United States when you're out there you, that you know what you're getting into. This is, I bet you didn't know, State Laws Edition continued. Well, what I can't fathom is how one can drink ice-cold beer in freezing weather. Cliff, explanation, please. Now, how do you know he has one? Five bucks says he does, ten says it's a doozy. (laughs) Or you got it. Okay. I think we leave this episode just how it 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 tracked. Change the title from a porter to cluster fudge. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, started potluck cluster fudge. Yeah. Now we've dug into the court libraries, law books of each state, mined those sources for absolutely strangest laws still in the books. We've curated the very best, most important, oddest laws so you can travel safely throughout America. Here we go with Missouri. So Missouri, or as I like to say, the polar opposite of Vienna, Austria. Okay. Um, First law here is that single men between the age of 21 and 50 must pay a state tax of $1 annually. So just think about that. I don't know how they collect that, but that happens. This one's also quite interesting. Uh, Between 11.50 a.m. and 12.48. However, a dollar's a lot cheaper. That is true. Yeah, I know. I'm moving to Missouri. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, wait. But you don't 50. get the, you don't yeah, get the, no. the yeah. COVID shot with it. Uh, Save up those dollars, you head out to Austria. Yeah. Between 11.50 a.m. and 12.48 p.m. on Sundays, it is illegal to eat clam chowder. Yeah, that makes sense. Important. Yeah, it's true. 11.50 a.m. So noon. Wait, Manhattan or New England? Uh, it doesn't say either way. Any, any kind. Any clam oh, chowder. It's just man. completely. Don't yeah. try to game it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't try to game it. Yeah. So you Apparently, could have it for breakfast. You could have yeah. it for breakfast, and you could have it for a late lunch. Eleven fifty is interesting. Stop. Yeah. Uh, well, stop tw- time. Twelve forty eight might be. And twelve forty eight start time. Yeah. 
So I'm not sure about that one. All right, here's uh, the ways that it might differentiate a little bit more from Vienna, Austria, is that it is illegal for a fireman in Missouri to rescue a woman in danger if she's only wearing a nightgown. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, that's yeah. that's only appropriate. Yeah, well. Yeah. Yes, yes. We have uh, morals. Yeah. Yeah. She must be fully dressed before a fireman can assist her. Oh, wow. Uh, sorry, yes. ma'am. You must get dressed uh, quickly. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, Let's get quickly. on this. Yeah. And, and the final one in Missouri, you know, Doc, you awake? We'll see. Oh, yeah. Oral sex is illegal in Missouri. <laughs> Come on. Period. For, Period. For what animals? Uh, there we have Period. it. Period. Yeah. It doesn't happen there in Missouri. Yeah. It doesn't. You don't do it. No. Montana. Now, Doc, again, on your, your different side of the dock, animal rights. Yeah. You take animal rights very seriously in Montana, you. apparently. Uh, thinking about harming an animal in front of a minor, illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just thinking that's, that's about it. As it should be. Yeah. 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 Illegal to drive with a sheep in the cab of your truck unless you have oh. a human chaperone. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's, yeah. That, <laughs> think, Actually, I think there's just, let's just think her that one for, let's just yeah. sit no, for I, a second. I'm just thinking about the whole thing. You go over to the, the house, you ask to take her out on a date, yeah. Yeah. and they're like, okay, but you got to take a chaperone. Why does yeah. it have to be a sheep? It could be any kind yeah, of sheep. That's, well, it's yeah. a sheep. Yeah. I, I just want everyone, I want listeners to think about that yeah. one. Picture yeah. it. Yeah. Illegal to drive with a sheep in the cab of your truck unless you have a human chaperone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Some, actually. For, someone said no more of this nonsense yes. yeah. of unchaperoned sheep, sheep alone with men in trucks. Yeah. You got to have a chaperone <laughs> in Montana. Unless someone's taking pictures and documenting it. And, wait, wait. A human chaperone. Let's human chaperone. Yeah. You can't bring the, right. the cattle dog with you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bring the Australian shepherd with you. He's just going to jump in on the game. Fido chaperoning us tonight. I don't know how you top those ones, but we're going to go to Nebraska and give it a shot. Um, this one, actually, this is common sense here. Uh, no flying planes while drunk. I think that makes sense yeah. everywhere. I don't know why sure. that even needs to be. But it's a law, which means someone said, yeah. you've had enough yeah. of this nonsense. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Let's write this down. Yeah. Oh, now this one really makes a lot of sense. And speaking, going back to our poor one out, we'll see how the... the uh, the robot bartender handles this, but it is illegal for bartenders to serve beer in Nebraska unless they are simultaneously brewing a kettle of soup. <laughs> okay. But not clam chowder at certain times. No, you're okay with no. that. Okay. Well, as long as you're brewing it, you're good. Then you can have beer. But yeah, it's, it makes it tough. Yeah. Um, donut holes. Illegal to sell. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you no. you got to throw those yeah. out. Yeah, you can't sell that. And, and finally... It makes the donuts jealous. Yes, it's yeah. true. And uh, and finally, this one is uh, really... You, you want to stop and ponder this one, because we're talking Nebraska here. Okay. Whale hunting prohibited. Mm. <laughs> Different kind of whale, I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, doctor. <laughs> I'm just telling you, do not go to Nebraska for your whale hunting. I just, it's illegal. I picture like state representatives someone brings to the floor i am tired of donut holes being yeah. sold yeah. In, in, our, in our fine city yeah. right yeah. in our fine state yeah, yeah. and an other lawmaker saying i'm in on that bill yeah. Yeah. yeah as long as you sign off on my no whale hunting and then, bill and then, right. yeah. yeah and then the governor gets them and says it makes sense yeah, yeah. yep i, I want to be a fly in the wall one of these on the process here yep i'd rather be a fly on the wall somewhere else okay <laughs> all right 
In Austria. You're right. Maybe there's some places. <laughs> maybe the there's a lot maybe of places. Maybe the SpaceX shuttle. There's a lot of places. No, a lot of flies. A lot of flies shuttle. on the wall of the SpaceX shuttle. <laughs> and that, in fact, we need a whole episode on where would you like to be a fly on the wall? There we go. There you go. Oh, I'm right, I'll write it oh, down. That's a good one. Okay. Listeners, <laughs> write in. Where would you like to be a fly on the wall? In our podcast room? Sorry. <laughs> SpaceX shuttle? Sorry. New Hampshire. No person going hunting or obviously on their return from hunting may have a ferret in their possession. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah that is, that's, no ferrets. Yeah. Ferrets are not. Not while hunting, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. That's against state regulations there. A hunting ferret. Free range cattle that can cross public roads must be fitted with a diaper or other feces collection device. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. <laughs> that allows them to travel on the SpaceX shuttle as well. <laughs> have you ever seen a feces collection device on, on a, a cow? Never. Heard a cat all that. Well, I've also I've, never been to New Hampshire. Right. Yeah. They don't have cows there. Well, no. They, they find that they're yeah. too restricted there. The cows don't like yeah, it. No. Wow. Yeah, no. I want to be free. Yeah. Yeah. They want feces freedom. It's true. <laughs> Good luck with this one. Nobody may tap their foot or nod their head during a live music performance in a cafe or tavern. That's New Hampshire. Wow. Nice. Wow. Jeez. That's like Footloose. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 20. Too much fun over there. Yeah. Go clean up cow oh. feces. All right. So we're moving on to New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Jer- this one actually makes a lot of sense because you wouldn't want, want to do this. It is definitely illegal there for a man to knit during fishing season. Yes. You know, <laughs> Never behind that. Should never happen. I think, yeah. Yeah. You get rid of the fishing season, not, not right? Not knit while fishing. No, just, just during for at all. The season. Like, when you put away those knitting needles, it's time to fish, men. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about women. I think it's okay for women, but no. men, no. Women knit, men fish. And yeah. this one might be a little tougher to what enforce. they're knitting a fishing net? That's a good point. It doesn't say that. Yeah. Loophole. Well, that's why I'm here. Loophole. I bring up the big, important question. Loophole. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. And this other one, I think, is uh, good luck with the enforcement. Uh, it is illegal for birds to poop on statues in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Right. There you have it. I don't know Someone how you, finally, I don't know how you enforce that. Finally took care of that problem. Yeah, yeah. We, it's, uh, it was, you know, we were having a big issue, yeah. Yeah. and we put that law on, and it <laughs> stopped. It illegal. Someone's job. Oh. And it stopped. Sure. Nice work if you can get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I imagine it comes with like a giant fly swatter sort of yeah. thing. Get out of here. Go away. All right. New Mexico. Warm there, right? Mm-hmm. Parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Legal for men to go naked in public as long as their genitals are covered. Yeah. That's all throughout New Mexico. Yeah. Isn't that pretty much yeah. true all over the country? Yeah, right. Yeah. Be free. Yeah. Get out there. Yeah. Ladies. That's for men. Just men. Yes. Ladies can go topless as long as their nipples are covered. There you go. All right. Good. All right. Yeah. Fair's fair. Fair. Free. Let them be free. And as long as you have it all taken off in Carlsbad, New Mexico, it's perfectly legal to have sex in a parked car during the day in public as long as the windows are covered. And you have a human chaperone. <laughs> no, she. No, she. No, she. No, she. I think you. But okay. theater lovers out of luck. Good sheep will do that. Yeah. Yeah. Those seem like very liberal, yeah, open-minded, totally. yes. bodies and art form yeah, type right. place to be until you go to the theater. Theater lovers out of luck. You can attend a play naked or topless, but if you go to see Romeo and Juliet, state law has removed 400 sexually explicit words from Romeo and Juliet to uh, for any reading or performance. There's 400 explicit words in Romeo and Juliet. I need to. They're yeah. They're not explicit. Art thou? Yeah. Mm. 
Well, he says his naked weapon is out. That's about as good as you get. Oh. Yeah, that is true. There's a lot. Okay, but there 397 more? There are 400 sexually explicit moments in Romeo and Juliet, but they're not, but they're all metaphor, right? I know. Let's reenact them all right now. <laughs> do you bite your thumb at me, sir? <laughs> uh, I, I challenged. I can do that. I, I must have taught that thing 200 times. And that takes us to... New York. We're going to finish in the Big Apple. Uh, there, this one, it is illegal there to take a selfie with the tiger. Period. A selfie Period. with the tiger. A selfie Period. with the tiger. Just don't yeah. do it. Okay. It's illegal. So selfie. So that's a, that's a relatively new law. Right, that has right, been true, right. <laughs> yeah. Apparently okay. that was happening a lot that was happening somewhere a lot. and they yeah. had to put a law in. Yeah. yeah. And uh, once again... Uh, we've seen this was a, at some point was a major problem all over the United States, but you cannot walk around with an ice cream cone in one's back pocket on Sundays. Um, again. Again. That's again, happened in multiple that, states. That's a multi-state When problem. was this such a, an, an enormous issue. ice cream transport problem on Sundays? An issue. Yeah. All right. And this one. You ready? Grand finale. Drum roll. Just listen to this one. Jumping off a building is punishable. By death. By death, yeah. <laughs> that's an actual law. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Fair. Uh, yeah. fair. Oh. Hey, you survived. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you intended to, so. Safe travels. Be yeah. careful out right. there. And now you know. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Tom's got a beer, and I'm guessing not a porter. <laughs> you know, I send I send out the text, yeah, I no, send out great. the emails, I write the script. I do, and I do, and I do for you kids, and this is the thanks I get. Mm. <laughs> you got a retread that you didn't like, a, a hazy, <laughs> a no-show, and Tom is going to bring us a stout. It's the other side of the dark side. Yeah, that's we're renaming. No, you know what? Let's not rename a thing and just let it. Let's, yeah. We take great pride in how hard we work. And by that, I mean Tom works to edit these things down into streamlined, shiny, magnificent episodes. Just leave this one yeah, uh, uh, a mess. I can do that. It's the Porter yeah. episode. Let's do it. Yeah. I can do that. Porter and Stout episode. <laughs> and hazy. Yeah. See, you're cleaning things up already. Yeah. Just let someone tune yeah. in going, I'm going to learn about porters tonight. Yeah. And what the or hell? Not. I'm going to send a uh, Blue Fire message too. Say, hey, we covered your beer. Yeah, no, make sure you say we talked about it. And, and, and you know what? It's really good. It's still there. Yeah, I poured the crawlers. I got to get a car. <laughs> you can, it's in the same town. Put on your walking shoes. Get someone in a wheel. Find Sylvia. Push her That's over there. That's a good point. All right, Joe. Joe, uh, there Joe, you go. What's Joe Eric? I need you to push me. I will. Okay. I will. Good point. Well, hey, we're going to finish strong here. Okay. We got an Imperial Stout 9.9. Nice. Nice. Excellent. From Port Brewing. And it's almost that season, boys. Santa's little helper is here to help us finish the episode. All right. I think it is that season already. Uh, we definitely Depending need what help. Star, what stars <laughs> you This is actually excellent. This is tasty. I'm going to save all the rest of my notes on porters for next time. Yeah. <laughs> I got a whole thing here on porters still that I'm saving it. 
Screw you guys. That's good. You don't get to hear about the etymology of the word porter. I bet you're going to go to bed tonight knowing you didn't get to hear it. That's true. (laughs) I am, for sure. Good luck sleeping. I'm going to look it up. Smells like Mm 9.9. I've had this before. But I don't know if they make it a little different each year or if this is a tried and true recipe that they keep dialed in the same. I don't know. It's definitely on the dark side. Yeah, it's yummy. Very roasty toasty. It's interesting how it changes, yeah. that first first to last. Mm-hmm. Especially coming off a couple of different things. I like it. These are beers that I like a half pour of, that I like to sip. Mm-hmm. And if it's nice and cold, you're out camping, you're by a fire. I like it. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not in the four or five range on it, but I'm a, I'm a solid four on this. I got to be in the right mood. I got to prep myself that yeah. I'm having an Imperial Stout. I have to know, like, tonight's Imperial Stout night. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, <laughs> let it warm up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It needs to be a little warmer. Smoky. Yes, it is. Actually, I think this one's better cold. Uh-oh. I like the smokiness of it. This is like a New Year's Eve sitting around. We, we were camping mm-hmm. last New Year's Eve sitting around. When had this been good? When good it was camp. like It'll be a good 50 degrees, yeah. yes. which That's for cool. us is inhumanly cold good thing we had i like beer beanies it's true to keep our pringle ears from chipping off this fits that scene for me mm. definitely tastes all of nine percent i'm going 3.92 mm. i like that just under the line little has a little little, uh, little taste on the back end that's taken away yeah. the four for me for yeah a boozy bit. on the on the back little boozy on the back you're end. tasting it with your not back bougie, end. Yeah, yeah. But boozy yeah. when i taste it on my back end <laughs> yeah. it's got a little it's a little boozy on my back end it's, wow. a, it's also the the smoke lingers which yeah. i like on the back end so i it's four for me so you like smoke on your back end i'm learning a lot about you guys yeah. Yeah. you're taking notes yeah <laughs> blowing smoke up your ass up your back end. he's got a whole assassin on one screen he's got a stony girl on the other hey, screen. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> don't steal my thunder <laughs> Speaking of pole assassin, I uh, dry hopped the beer today, pole assassin pale ale, and uh, should be ready in like uh, eh, two weeks, I think it'll be nice. ready to drink. Hey, Doc, you got something for us to end the show with? Oh, Can I, do I. I'm counting on you to pull okay. this shit show together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Beer or Not a Beer. The episode where we pull the shit show together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those of you who survived this, through this random-ass show, <laughs> we are going to have the game that you all waited for. Beer or not a beer. This is the show where I'm going to name four beers. Three are real beers. One, I pulled out of the poll. And we're speaking of pole assassin, I could not leave this story alone because <laughs> it's just it is the greatest story. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. if you were not listening two weeks ago, I mean, I just, you just look at this headline. Here's the headline, ladies and gentlemen: Stripper called pole assassin who hooked up with Longhorn's coach after he left his wife defends her emotional support monkey after it was accused of biting a child at a Halloween haunted house. Yeah, process that, would you? No, not just to mention that, but she was also called the goat <laughs> yeah. stripper yeah. by the Jerry Springer show. All right. Yeah. And, and all right. Here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this episode of Beer Not a Beer is dedicated to the pole assassin. Nice. And her 
monkey. Nice. <laughs> support monkey. Support, support monkey. monkey. Yeah. All right. Support beer number one. Speaking of assassins, beer number one is Albino Squid Assassin, an IPA. Beer number two is Pie Assassin, a hazy IPA. You know when you wake up in the morning and that pie you cut into last night has all been eaten? Oh, That's yeah. done by the Pie Assassin. Mm. Now, when... When she was accused of all this, she didn't just sit down. She didn't just take it. She said, no. she said, she said to her husband, everyone accused her, says, sit your pale asses down. And that's beer number three. Sit your pale ass down. Sound familiar? It does. Sit your <laughs> pale ass down. That's a pale ale, obviously. Yes. And talent, hate to break it to you, but someone beat it to you. What? Beat, beat you to it. Pole Assassin Longhorn Lager. Oh, well, ours is Pole Assassin Pale Ale. There you go. I like beer of the podcasts. Pole Assassin <laughs> Pale Ale. Pale Ale. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, which assassin beer did I make up? Is it beer number one? <laughs> Albino Squid Assassin. Beer number two, Pole Assassin. Oh, <laughs> Pie Assassin. <laughs> Hazy IPA. Beer number three, Sit Your Pale Ass Down. And beer number four, Pole Assassin Longhorn Lager. And since... Producer Tom is getting them all right. He's going last. Yeah. He's going oh, last. I'm just going to go with the Tom pick. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Influencer. I picked Tom's pick. Yeah. I was going to say what Tom said. Which is? <laughs> pie assassin. Pie assassin. And I just realized I am a pie assassin. Yeah. Tom. Because there's nothing better than early morning breakfast. I'm going to say... Know that we are the originals. Pull Assassin Longhorn Logger. Pull Assassin Longhorn right. Logger. Producer Joe. One. Producer beer, beer number one. Beer number one. Albino Squid Assassin. Tom? It's tough. Tom, tell us what the answer is. I think I'm going to go with the only one you guys didn't pick. Just oh, so somebody a, wins this tonight. This is a great day. Sit your pale ass down. Sit your pale ass down. Sorry, Tom. Sit yeah. your pale ass down. <laughs> was that an earlier? <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. I know. I was giving you a pale ale by Tyndall Road Brewing in New Jersey. Beer number one, Albino Squid Assassin, wow. is an IPA by Brew Dog in yeah, I've Scotland. Seen that. I've seen that. So we're down to beer number two, Pie Assassin Hazy IPA, and beer number four, Pole Assassin Longer, Longhorn Lager. Beer number two, Pie Assassin Hazy IPA, is a brewer, is a brewery, is a beer from Anchorage Brewing in Anchorage, Alaska. So yes, talent, you, we do have the only yes. Paul Assassin. Yes. Paul the Bluff. Wow. Yes. Wow. I don't think you have any aces. This I is my call. favorite episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's nice for our listeners to know we're just guys. I mean, they listen. They think, God, they're always perfect. We're not rock stars. We're not Hollywood types. We're just what? guys doing the best we can and sometimes just... Mailing it in. It's just been rough on us beautiful people. It's been yeah, such no, a rough time on us beautiful people. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Life's been rough for the pole assassin. She's had it rough. Yeah. She has. Well, her monkey maybe had it rougher. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well. All right. That's it for another edition of Beer Not a Beer. Join us next time. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Make sure you share our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Visit the IOB store and pick up some swag. 
ilikebeerthepodcast.com. We'd love to keep drinking. Right now, we got to run. We got some pole lessons to go to. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a fiver, a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.